We're going to preach on love today. Go to 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. And let me just give you a framework before we read today. I love talking about love because God himself is love. Aren't you grateful? You're doing such a great job playing the keys today, by the way. Setting the ambiance and the atmosphere. Aren't you grateful that our God doesn't do love? He is love. Not something he puts on. It's not within his behavior. It's in his nature. It's who he is. And one of the things that's so good about God is that God, because he is love, once you love God and receive his love, he causes you to love other people. In fact, the Bible literally teaches us anybody that loves God and hates his brother has not seen God. Because as soon as you see love, it causes you to love. So I want to talk today about love and loneliness. We're going to deal with the loneliness first, and then we'll get to the love. The loneliness, then we're going to deal with the negative before we get to the positive. I'm going to build a little contrast on Valentine's Day. By the way, it was really cool. My boys are, you know, they're, they're Zoomer in their, in their school. They're, they're, I said the other day to my wife, they're doing a great job in homeschool. And she says, no, uh, Chad, it's school at home. Uh, I stand corrected on Valentine's Day. Our kids are going to school at home. And uh, they're celebrating Valentine's, you know, via via the link, via their their Zoomers, their Zoomers. And uh, and and the other day, uh, in the mail, something came from my Mavi boy, five years old. It said Maverick Veach. Hey, this is my first time my five year old has ever gotten mail. So when I got the mail, I said Maverick Veach. I said Mavi, and it's not from a grandparent. Like I saw the address, and so I said Mavi, you got mail. Is he? he but if you know Mavi, he's just a happy. He's just like. Come on, I couldn't wait to see what was in there. So he opened up the card, and it was a Valentine's card from his teacher. And I was thinking, remember growing up, we used to pass out the Valentine's gifts? And remember those little hearts, you know, the hearts that you'd eat, the little candy hearts that had the best friends, love, kisses. You know, it's just like a happy day. I love growing up Valentine's Day till about middle school. You know, it got awkward in middle school, but the elementary is fun. Cupcakes and cards and candies and all that it's not till later you learn like wait this is not all that great of a holiday okay there's a lot of expectations there's a lot of rejection on this day there's a lot of disappointment on valentine's day when you're young and happy it's just like i got a card from my teacher i want to talk today about the contrast of not just today but really your life that most of us are dealing with more loneliness than we are love in fact, most of us would say, I, I don't feel that loved. I actually feel more lonely. Wow. And off of the heels of 2020, I want to deal with your loneliness only so that we can land. Here's where we're going today. We're going to land at you feeling loved, seen, known, needed, heard, celebrated. Come on, clap today in the ministry center. Clap right there in your house if you're grateful that you are loved. You are seen, you are heard, you are noticed, you are cherished, you are valued. Somebody's upset at their house, like, how come I didn't get any flowers? Okay, just chill, we're going to get there, okay? But love and loneliness, let's read our scriptures today. First John chapter 4, verse number 7. We're going to read, if you didn't read the Bible yet today, we're going to get it in right now. First John chapter 4, verse number 7. Watch what it says. My beloved friends. Let us continue to love each other since love comes from God. Everyone who loves is born of God 
and experiences a relationship with God. The person who refuses to love doesn't know the first thing about God. So the person that doesn't love is not that they don't know love, they don't know God. Because God is love. So you can't know him if you don't love. This is how God showed his love for us. God sent his only son into the world so we might live through him. This is the kind of love we are talking about today on Valentine's Day 2021. This is the kind of love that you need in your life. It is greater. Yesterday we were driving the car and we drove by C's Chocolate. On the way to this, we had, we had an outing yesterday. On the way uh, to our spot, we drove by C's Candy's Chocolate was down the street. Two hours later when we came home, the same size line. We're not talking about C's chocolate today. We're not talking about teddy bears. We're talking about this is the kind of love we are talking about today. Not that, that we once upon a time loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to clear away our sins and the damage they've done to our relationship with God. Talking about damaged relationships on Valentine's. The damage we did in our relationship to God. God loved us enough to send a sacrifice to mend and heal our broken relationship with God. Verse 11, my dear friends, dear friends, if God loved us like this, we certainly ought to love each other. No one has seen God ever. But if we love one another, God dwells deeply within us and his love becomes complete in us. Perfect love, perfect love. The kind of love that you and I are looking for cannot be found in a store. It cannot be found online. It is only coming from the Father. By the way, if you are married, we celebrate your marriage today. But a marriage and a spouse was never meant to complete you, only meant to complement you. That person is there to complement your gifts and talents together. You can build a great life. And, and the two shall become one. You are one now. But that doesn't fulfill you and complete you. It only complements you. Only the love of God can complete your heart and complete your life. Amen. I want to preach a message today. Write down the title. It's called Love and Loneliness. We're going to talk today about love and loneliness. And usually I go through my points and I give like positive, exciting, you know, like this is what we should do. This is who we are. This is who God is kind of points. I'm going to kind of just, I'm going to dovetail today. I'm going to, I'm going to, if we're going to get real today in our relationships and our life, and I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you how I feel it today. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm just going to ask you some questions and then I'm going to tell you what you really need to hear on Valentine's day, 2021. Is that all right? So we will get all the chocolates later. This is just can I, can I just, you can write them down if you'd like to, you don't have to, if you don't want to, but here's the first thing I want to say to you today is number one, I'm worried about you. Like, if I can, as your pastor, maybe you just, you go to other churches and you're watching the YouTube, it's fine. I just, I just got to be, I'm worried about you. I'm, I'm worried about your loneliness. I'm not convinced you have enough love. I feel as a shepherd, you're lonely. You, there, there's loneliness. The first time God talks to man in all of the Bible, God creates a man named Adam and the first thing that he says about this guy, he sees him, his first creation of mankind, he sees him and he says, well, this is not good. This is not okay. 
It is not good that man is alone. Watch in Genesis, if you don't believe me, Genesis 2, 8. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. So watch this. The first thing God says, man should not be alone. That's why the COVID-19 and all of the isolation and the quarantine was so damaging and destructive because man is not meant to be alone. Our soul craves connection. You were meant to connect with others. Now, you and I both know that anything that is not connected will drive you crazy. Have you ever tried to connect to the Wi-Fi and it doesn't work? You're like, I'm going to lose my salvation right here and now if I cannot connect to this Wi-Fi. Or you ever, you ever plug in your, your iPhone to get it charged up and the, the plug is in the wall and, and the cord is in the phone, but it's not charging. You're like, why is this not connecting? Like anything that's disconnected drives us crazy. Your soul was meant for connection. Why do you need connection? Because even our God is a connected God. I want to teach you a little theology today. We believe in the Trinity, the triune God. The three are one. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They are individuals and they are one. They are connected. So you were meant to be connected like God's connected. Jesus, when he was here on this earth, the one thing that he kept saying is, listen, I don't do anything unless the Father tells me to do it. I don't say it unless he tells me to say it. I and the Father are we're connected. So if Jesus needed to be connected, and God, the maker of the heavens and the earth, needs connection, your soul needs connectivity. You need to be connected with somebody. You need to be connected. And maybe you got Zoom fatigue. Maybe you got tired of trying to connect. Maybe you reached out and you experienced rejection. I want to just encourage you right now. You are not meant to live alone. God looks at your loneliness and he says, this is not good. Loneliness is, this is not good. In fact, let me just read a couple of thoughts on loneliness. Watch this. Nobody comes into counseling saying they need to be feel, they need to feel loved and they need to belong. Instead, not receiving love and belonging will exhibit itself with the following symptoms. Here is the symptoms of loneliness. Feeling depressed, lacking energy, having no zest for life, having no desire to be social, not feeling fulfilled. No one ever walks in and says, I need to feel loved and I need to feel connected. But the symptoms of the loneliness are, I don't have zest for life and I'm kind of depressed and I'm not fulfilled. And you see how loneliness erodes your soul? See how loneliness skews your perspective? Loneliness, watch what C.S. Lewis says about loneliness. He says, we are born helpless. As soon as we are fully conscious, we discover loneliness. When we are fully conscious, we discover loneliness. Watch this. We need others physically, emotionally, and intellectually. We need them if we are to know anything, even ourselves. When you are alone and in your loneliness, it's not that you can't learn anything. It's that you can even learn yourself. But when I connect with others, I see myself. I can hear what I'm actually saying. I, I need to be a, Loneliness is the tactic of the enemy. He wants to get you to be by yourself because he knows when you are alone, he can attack you the most. When you are in the fold and you are in church and in community and in connect group and in connectivity, the enemy can't mess with you. But when you are on your loan, you get picked off. 
Watch just These are all the symptoms. Again, I want you to understand. Maybe you're like, I didn't realize how lonely I am. Watch loneliness. It is an uncomfortable feeling of isolation. It is a negative feeling of being disconnected from others. It causes a person to feel alienated. It happens when a person feels there is no one with whom to share joys and disappointments. It can result in an overwhelming feeling of sadness. It can cause a person to become despondent if nothing is done about it. I'm trying to convince you that you probably are more lonely than you realize. And heaven is shouting into your ear. The reason why you lack motivation, the reason why you are despondent, the reason why you're not fulfilled is because you're not connected. And it is the heart of God. He looked at Adam and he goes, it's not good. They need chocolates. They need hearts with words on them. They need teddy bears. They need friends. They need relationship. They need to be connected. So, so, so I just wanted to, I'm worried about you. Maybe, maybe you don't feel like anybody's, I'm worried about you. Like, I'm, like single mom, I'm worried about you. Dad that, that, that's in his marriage and, and ignores all of the real problems in his soul, I'm worried about you. Like, I'm worried about you. Can I ask you a question today? Do you have good community? Write that down, number two, if you're taking notes on, on Valentine's 2021. Do you have good community? Because God, I love this. Let me just, because I want to teach the Bible today. Make sure you understand scripture. Watch, watch what it says here in, in, in Psalm 68, 6. God sets the lonely in families. So God sees your loneliness, and the first thing he says is this is not good. So he sets you, he brings you into community. He brings you into family. And one of the things I love about what the Bible is teaching us is there is blood family, family you have to go to Thanksgiving with, and then there's chosen family, like we family. We, we ride or die, like you my family. You don't have the same last name, we don't have the same skin color, but we family. Shout out to everybody in your family like that that you love. I love both sides. I think you need a little bit of both. Everybody got a crazy uncle, bless him, and you, you got to have a ride or die friend. God sets the lonely and he puts them in family. This is spiritual family. That's why you need a church and you need a pastor and you need a connect group because God's trying to set you not in loneliness. God's not like, you know what? You messed up. You made mistakes. You are, you are a bad person. You do terrible things. You are, you, you're out of the garden. You are out of relationship. You're out of the, you, you know, you need to be alone. No, God's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, he is the good shepherd that leaves the 99 in the family to go find the one that is alone and brings them back into the fold and back into the family. Ecclesiastes, why does God do this? Solomon, he's still te teaching us. What, what does he say? Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. This is Valentine's Day. Let me just side. I love my wife with all my heart. Valentine's Day, we, we celebrate on Friday night, but let me just be honest about my wife. One thing she loves to do is she loves to get in bed, you know, like right now in these winter months, it is very cold, and she doesn't wear socks to bed. I'm a man of God who wears socks to bed. I wear socks to bed. Why? Because I'm, I'm a man undercover, so I cover my, my, my feet. She takes her cold, ice cold feet, and she tries to rub them against me. She's trying to take my warmth and steal it. 
Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. I like that the Bible said it's not just about the two. It is about the three, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You don't need just a friend. You need a community. I love this about God. God's so into community that when he starts everything in the book of Genesis, he goes, we're going to create tribes, the 12 tribes of Israel. These are tribes. God's into tribes. You need one. Jesus, when he starts his ministry, he, he builds a tribe of 12. He's got, he's got 12. He's got three. He's got one, 12, three. You need a friend. You need a one. You need a three, a right, but you need a group. You need a connect group. It's connect week this week. You should sign up right now and say, I'm not going to live alone anymore. The devil's been messing with me because I'm alone. Oh, if I could sing, I'd sing that lonely. I am so lone. Yeah, you, you did it in your house. But, 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 but I'm worried about you because I'm not convinced you have good community. When, en when the enemy really wants to hurt you, he sends somebody. And when God really wants to bless you, he sends you somebody. The same thing that the enemy uses in your life is the same thing God uses in your life. And it's relationship. It's friendship. Do you have good community? Do you have community? Did you, did you notice in, in the loneliness part, it, it, it said you need people that can celebrate the joys of life and the devastations of life you, community is that thing that if you're in the hospital with your child we're going to be there if you get the biggest promotion of your life we're going to be there we, we're there for the the good times and the bad times god sets the lonely in wishy-washy family that's kind of like religious and plastic and fake no, 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 no. God sets the lonely in family. It's like, we're family. We are ride or die. We are with you. We're not going to let you be alone. We're not going to let you stay depressed. We're not going to let you stay despondent. We're not going to let you stay discouraged. We're going to lift your head. We're going to lift your spirits. Come on, we're going to go get some ice cream tonight. And so I'm worried about you. I'm worried. I'm worried about your loneliness. I'm worried. 2020 was just so brutal. And, 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 and the devil is a liar. And maybe you've been... Maybe you've been believing the lies that you're not good enough and nobody wants you around and, and you've made a mistake and, and, and you're not invited anymore. You, you, need, you, need, you need God to bring you into family. And, and, and when you're in family, you know, sometimes we get into these groups and we get into these connects and we get, and sometimes you ever look around, you're like, ah, I, I'll, I'll, I don't know if everybody here is good for me. Um, this is kind of like my blood family which has tons of toxicity and backbiting and, and slander. This is like, whoa, I don't know if this is good. So I just want to ask you another question because maybe you're in the wrong community. So, so, so write this down. This is just a question. How many healthy relationships do you have? And, and, and are there any toxic ones that you need to let go? Because some of the reason why some of you feel lonely is because you're in the wrong group. And it's the group dynamic that's causing you to feel rejected and alone. And so some of us have to understand, I'm just in the wrong tribe. I'm just in the wrong group. Because 
Don't ever go where you're tolerated. Only go where you're celebrated. God didn't take you from loneliness to loneliness. He takes you from glory to glory. He takes you from his love to being more love. You ought to be champion. So I just, my question is, how many healthy people around you? Because healthy relationships are contrived of healthy individuals. So I'm working on my health, anybody else. Because I know I will not have healthy friendships or a healthy marriage or a healthy relationship with my children until I am healthy. So I'm trying to work on me. I cannot work on them. But sometimes, I like Pastor Rich. Pastor Rich said, check your circle. I will never forget when I was in Bible college and my little sister helped me with this. I, was, I would go to the Starbucks and read my Bible every morning. And every morning I'd bring out my, my Bible and my journal and I'd read. I'd do this thing called soap. We're going to introduce it in September. And I'd do this soap and, and I'd, I'd drink a coffee and have a scone every morning. And so drink a coffee and have a scone and read my Bible. And I started writing every morning. I, I started praying for my wife. And I said, God, I got descriptive. Because somebody told me one time, and your prayers get descriptive. So I started praying the description of my wife. I started praying this, that, and the other. I've got real detail with it. One time I showed my sister. I said, look, I'm praying for my wife. She said, um, you know, that's cool. Um, maybe you should start praying over you. Instead of praying this, that, and the other over her, maybe you should start asking God to change you, work in you, prepare you to get your finances right, get your emotions right, your freedom right, your mentality right, your integrity right. See, a lot of times we want to be like, they're the problem. And God's like, oh, I don't know. Could be you that's the problem. But I cannot judge them until I first look in the mirror and say, is the toxicity in this group or these relationships coming from me or from them? Oh, I love, again, we're going back to Proverbs just because it's so good. Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Proverbs 27, 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. How many relationships do you know that are going to help you and spur you and encourage you and challenge you? So let's just let's just look at your circle and just go like, listen, it, it, are the, do you have healthy people around you? Because this is what I know. It's called the law of attraction. You can never attract what you are not. So if you stay toxic, you stay broken, you stay gossiping, you stay angry, you stay bitter, you stay wounded, you're going to attract all that you are. But when you get healthy and you get whole and you get happy and you get fulfilled, you can attract the best. You cannot attract what you are not. Birds of a feather flock together. So listen, I got to check my circle and be like, am I healthy? Am I good? And are these people around me, can they celebrate if I get promoted? And can they cry with me if I'm in the hospital? Are these people really having my best interests in mind? Do they really care about the future success of my life? Are they in it for themselves or are they really a fan and going to fan into flame? My gifts, my talents, my calling, and my destiny. Check your circle. And if you can today, if there are toxic people around you, it is always easier to pull down than it is to pull up. If you got people that are pulling you down, 
and pull, weighting you down with their burdens and their problems, and they're, they're making it your issue. You got to be willing today, if there are toxic people around you, to love them enough to say, I love you, I'm for you, but I'm not strong enough to carry you right now. I'm trying to get out of my own lonely season. I'm trying to get my head right and my life right. And I know God loves you like he loves me. I'm no better than you. I'm just not strong enough to carry your burdens. I need people around me to help me carry my burdens. So I'm worried about you. I am, I'm, I'm for real worried about you. Jesus one time walked into a city and he saw the state of the people and he started to weep. He said, because they look like sheep with no shepherd. They look like people that are lonely. They don't look like they're in good community. They don't look like they're around good people. And so, so, so I say all that to say, listen, I told you I was painting the negative. We're going to get to the positive now. Because the solution and the antidote to your loneliness is the love of Jesus Christ. So write down the last one today. Here's the last question. Do you struggle with receiving God's love? Do you struggle? Like, is it hard for you to receive God's love? Do you, do you, do you feel undeserving and unworthy to the, to the rate and the point that you go, no, I'm, I'm not worthy of God's love. I, I, I can't receive. This is, see, because when you understand God's love, you know you don't deserve it, and you know that you don't earn it, but you know you cannot fight it. God's going to love you whether you like it or not. God's going to love you whether you receive it or not. God has already made up his mind. It is an unconditional love. You cannot turn his back. You cannot change his mind. He's obsessed with you. And so the question is not if God's going to love you. The question that's pending today on Valentine's is can you receive love? We have some friends that are in counseling right now who, who's, who's not 2021. And, um, and, the, and, the, and the, the, the spouse... Uh, the husband was was admitting to the counselor that he doesn't love himself. And he was kind of going through the journey of what has concluded his, his mindset to be this way, doesn't love himself. And the wife got very upset. In the meeting, the, the wife got, she, she was perturbed. Because she knows if you don't love you, there's no chance you can love me. Because I cannot love another until I love myself. I cannot love myself until I receive the love of God. The love of God is what allows me to say I'm broken. I'm messed up. I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers, but I got salvation and I've got blessing and I've got freedom and I've got favor. I didn't earn it. I didn't deserve it. I don't know how I got here. He pulled me out of a miry clay. Somebody thank him on Valentine's Day. I will receive the love of God. Oh, I love this. Let me just read this in 1 Corinthians. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dis dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil. It rejoices with the truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. 
Worship team, you can come join me. Can, can I tell you, that is not describing the love of somebody that can write poems. It is not describing the love of a great spouse. It is not describing the love of a parent. It is describing the love of the Father. His love is patient. His love is kind. His love is not rude. His love always trusts, always protects. His love will never fail. God's love will never fail you. God's love is a pursuing desire to be in relationship with you today. He's obsessed with you. He doesn't buy gifts once a year. He doesn't show up on Valentine's Day. Just want to tell you I love you. No, watch this. Lamentations 3. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. His compassion never fails. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I want to tell you, you woke up today to fresh love. You woke up to fresh mercy. You woke up to compassion from God. I love you. I'm for you. I'm with you. I sent my son. But tomorrow, when you wake up and you're a little chocolate hungover, it's new love, new mercy, new compassion. It's God shouting over you again tomorrow. I love you. I can't help myself. You're the apple of my eye. You're the delight of my heart. Oh, Jeremiah said, God says, the, the God of old has said, you have loved me with an everlasting love. His love will never dry up. His love will never stop. His love will never grow cold. His love will not never be exciting and adventurous. You ought to clap in your house right now. You ought to thank God. It's love day. It's Valentine's day because it's Jesus' day. I'm worried about you worried about you I'm I'm worried about you and my concern for you it's not so much that you don't have people that care my concern is not the community that awaits it's the first step it, it's it's the first relationship that really concerns me have you gotten bad at receiving God's love say this often if you go to Zoe you know this is one of my favorite lines if you've been in church for a while with Zoe we're five I say this a lot because I believe it with all my heart this is our theology the work of a believer is receiving maybe you grew up in church like I gotta earn God's love I gotta deserve it I gotta fast I gotta pray I gotta read I gotta I gotta give tithes I gotta all of that is works the real work in your life to receive the love of God. So yeah, I'm worried. Worried about your loneliness. Worried about your connectivity. I'm worried about the people that are around you. Like, do you have good people around you? Like, for real, do you, like, just be honest. Do you got good people around you? Like, you look around, you're like, man, I'm blessed. These people are they're trying to serve God like I am. These people are trying to build a legacy like I am. These people love Jesus like I love Jesus. These people are good for my soul. We laugh together and we can cry together. But the greatest concern on Valentine's Day 2021 is, are you good at sitting and receiving the love of Jesus? Because until you get this, you can never give that. I cannot give away what I do not possess. How could I love my enemy? How could I love my brother? 
How could I love my spouse? How could I love my children? How could I love our church if I don't receive God's love? This is impossible. It is impossible to be a person of care and compassion and concern and empathy until God fills me to overflowing. Come on in your house right now. Thank God it's billowing over right now. He's filling your cup to overflow. You're being saturated with the love of God. You're being overwhelmed with the spirit of Jesus. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. I look at 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 8 last scripture above all things have fervent love for one another for love will cover a multitude of sins fervent passionate hot love see God today think about this God can take you from loneliness to love in in, in one moment with Jesus he takes someone that's hard-hearted to become soft in his presence In in, in one moment, God takes someone that's bitter and he brings them to forgiveness. In, In one moment, watch God, God takes someone in addiction and he brings them in his presence right to freedom. I love God. In one moment, God takes someone that's depressed and he brings them into his presence and all of a sudden the joy of the Lord flows outside of them. Watch God, watch God. God takes someone in their worst place, brings them into his presence. Now they're in their best place. I want to talk to somebody right now. God's given you passion. God's given you love. Come on in your house. Stand to your feet. Come on in your kitchen right now. Jump up. I want you to lift a hand to heaven right now because God's going to overwhelm you. God's going to fill you with the love that surpasses knowledge and the love that surpasses understanding come on church let's worship our God today hallelujah